The Alter Life. All right. We kicked it off with a great song. This is The Alter Life. That was The Coldest Heart by The Classic Crime. Everything's the tonight. Yeah. The I am Brent. <laughs> the man across the way from me is Jeff. The Jeff. <laughs> And uh, we are excited to be here every Saturday night at 9 o'clock, so uh, make sure you set your alarm, uh, because some people may forget. In your cell phone, on your dial, on your computer, whatever you got to do to remind yourself to turn yeah. the radio dial on at 9 o'clock on Saturday nights. And uh, Do it, because it's, it's worth it. Not because we're on the air, I mean, we're not worth listening to, but because <laughs> when we get together and do this, God's always here, and He's always blessing, and He's always pouring forth goodness uh, out of the radio wave so that makes it all worth it that's right tonight we have uh our topic is hope for the hopeless we've got it let's share it yeah and uh we're gonna be talking about uh just the just the world that we're living in and how you know it, it looks real pretty and they dress it up but really the people that are lost in it are just just so depraved and so hopeless yeah, it's and it's like cold as ice man. yeah they're just living just for the next thrill, basically. And we have such a hope, and uh, sometimes we neglect to share it. Um, so we're going to be encouraging uh, each other. We're going to be car- encouraging you that are listening to take that step uh, and share the hope of Christ uh, with a, a friend or a foe or a family member. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes a family member could be one of those two things. Yep, exactly. Friend or a foe. <laughs> Depending on their place. <laughs> <laughs> or depending on the day. That's true. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's going to be a fun topic tonight, and um, we hope you're doing well. We hope that uh, you've been safe over the past week since you've listened to us last week, and you're going to listen to us next week. And, and I'm we really presumptuous, that, aren't I? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and there go all the radios. All yeah. <laughs> click, pride, click, <laughs> ego, pride, click, click. So, hopelessness, it's uh, its something that we've all dealt with at some point. We may still feel that way, but you know what? There is hope, and if the Bible speaks clearly of it, that there's a hope that is uh, an eternal hope, that we, we see what Christ has laid before us, and we look forward to it. But for the unbeliever, they don't have Christ. They have nothing to look forward to. They're living just for the current pleasures and the current lifestyle. So uh, we need God to come and, and just rock this place to change that mindset. The Altar Life. Seeing isn't believing. With Brent and Jeff. Believing is seeing. I'm going to read a little bit from Romans chapter 1 this evening because I think in order to figure out really what we have and to really be to remind ourselves of how much we've been blessed by having God and being having our lives changed by uh, making that important decision to um, give our lives to Christ, we can see like the alternative. You know, chapter one of Romans really very much describes the the world we live in today, and um, it just talks about twenty four and talks about when God is um, basically turning over people and giving them to what they they wanted. You know, it says therefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. And, um, you know, they exchanged the natural use of a woman. (laughs) And um, it says, likewise, also the men, um, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, which we see that all the time in TV shows and and in this culture that we live in. 
In verse 20 it says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all... Listen to this list, man. With all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, they are worship. They're whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, dog beaters. Wait, that's not in there. Sorry, <laughs> lame Michael Victor. Violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, uncool. Wait, that's not in there either. <laughs> who knowing the righteous judgment of God that these that those who are practicing such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. That is like an unbelievable list and a commentary of our culture and our world today. Um, and you know what? All those things leading down a path to destruction and ultimately to hell and an eternity that's completely separated from God forever. That is the utter hopelessness of this culture that we live in. When you live according to your own passions and lusts, destruction is imminent. (laughs) If you learn anything from the Bible's description of the world, that's what you learn. The Bible says that the world is passing away and the lust there of it. And all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it's all passing away. And uh, we are to refrain from those things. And uh, God is faithful because he has provided a way. He's given us a hope. Imagine if there was no salvation. Imagine if there was no redemption from death. There would be no hope. And you can see why the world behaves the way it does because they don't realize that there is hope. Um, But uh, that's our job is to uh, explain that to those. Yeah, to be ambassadors for Christ. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. The Altar Life. Music. Truth. Real. That last song was 21st Century Darlings, a great depiction of the current state of the culture we're in. Um, We're just going to continue in Romans because it slays us. (laughs) Like like Paul talks about how the commandment, it slew me. Uh, I love the the end, Brent finished chapter one, and the first verse of chapter two, it says, therefore you are inexcusable, man. (laughs) It's like, you know what's wrong, you know what's right, man. you have no excuse. And even the people that say, oh, I don't know about God, they are inexcusable. They don't have that excuse because they... They know God. Somebody in some way has a, a, a knowledge of what is right and wrong, and that's instilled from the Spirit of God. Yeah. Um, and they they uh, deliberately walk ignorant of it, and the yeah. Bible talks about it clearly. Um, and you know what? In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about so many different things. We're going to be hitting on Romans. It's going to kind of be a, a theme the next couple of weeks, the book of Romans, and um, just be locked in here. Um, Saturday nights at 9 o'clock with the altar life uh, and Brent and Jeff uh, we just thank you we're just like ah <laughs> it's yeah. like the Bible is just like pounding it and we love it um, there's uh, tons of verses it says you know those who if you're judging those who are practicing such things and you're doing the same thing a lot of times we as Christians we look at the world and we're like ooh look how wicked it is but meanwhile we're doing the same thing with a Christian yeah. rapper on it and yeah. uh, he says you think that you're going to escape the judgment of God or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? A lot of times, we don't receive the immediate consequences for our sinful actions, and the people in the world are just prospering, and Paris Hilton, and all these people that are rich, and you're like, well, how come these people don't have any consequences of their actions? God is being gracious to them, and he's thinking that you know, he's allowing his long-suffering to hopefully lead them into repentance, but there's going to come a time 
when you know the hammer's going to fall, the other shoe's going to drop. And we, it's our job to tell people that there's hope outside of this wicked, perverse, uh, selfish living without any hope for an afterlife. Um, and we as Christians, we have an afterlife in mind, and it's great <laughs> if we live the altar life. Dude, Jeff, <laughs> you were on a roll there, man. I was like, <laughs> I was watching you go, man. You were like, dude, we're... I was pounding my Bible, <laughs> fire and brimstone. <laughs> he was waving his hands above his air and going, woo! Stomping my feet. <laughs> no, nah, man, that was, that was awesome stuff. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Brilliant! All right, that was You're In Love by Jason Moran. I think it's a good time in our show right now to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> I love that phrase. Chickity chick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, where are you at tonight? You know, um, that was me trying to be cool. Where you at tonight? No, wait, look, that's a good time to sit down and just look at ourselves. Take a hard look. You know, um, do you find yourself in that list that I read earlier? Uh, backbiting, hating of God, proud, boaster, inventor of evil things, inventor, <laughs> uh, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving unforgiving unmerciful uh, you know I read through that list and even though like I'm not like involved in sorcery right now or murdering anybody you know I found myself on that list and um, it's just a challenge for us to sit down and take a hard look at ourselves and say look you know are we living like Jeff said earlier are we living in such a way that we are mimicking the world in the hopeless hopelessness and depravity and the wretchedness that this culture is, finds itself in and we're trying to seek ourselves and what's good for ourselves and being selfish and you know getting mad at people and not forgiving them and walking around like we're all that but we're really not you know talking like we're cool but really not like I did earlier when I said <laughs> <laughs> where you at um, is, is that is that what we're all about you know because we shouldn't be um, look I, it's a challenge to me I, I think I'm a lot better sometimes than I really am and have a higher opinion of myself than I than I should have and um you know, how can we talk about light and talk about, dude, this is a better thing and have and have a hope and be able to communicate effectively if we're just, you know, including ourselves in that list of, uh, of horrible stuff? Yeah, I think uh, we who have hope sometimes walk around like bummed out and like you think about it, you just see these people who claim to be Christians and they're like all like, Ugh. Eeyore Christians, yeah. right? Ugh. They're like, dude, you have the hope of salvation. You have the hope of heaven eternal and, and being in the presence of the Lord and we as Christians uh, we need to show people we need to reflect the hope that we have uh, there's a verse in uh, first uh, second Corinthians I'm sorry one of my free chapters of the Bible second Corinthians 5 and uh, it speaks about what God wants from us as believers um, within the the culture the, the life that we live here on this earth there's a purpose it says now we are ambassadors for Christ that's our job to represent him as though God were pleading through us, God on his hands and knees, begging people. He says, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Us righteous. Pfft, yeah, I know it's hopeless, right? But because of God making Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us, God begs us and says, please come back. To be reconciled is to take something that was broken and to put it back together again. You know, you think about when people get divorced and they say, oh, irreconcilable differences. Well, guess what? God can take that which was separated 
and put it together as though it had never been separated. And that's the hope that we have as Christians. That's the hope that the world is missing out on. So it's our job to represent Christ, to beg, (laughs) to plead with people. Listen, there's hope. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? God is gracious there. Uh, We'll talk about it later, but he uh, he says, you know, it's our job to to speak to them. It's his job to to bring the fruit of that. So uh, God is good, and uh, his word is good, and the hope that we have is good. So. Dude, it's good. <laughs> it's good. G e w d good. <laughs> like Gorp, good old raisins and peanuts. Uh, <laughs> a salty reference for all you old old heads. Hey, it's Josh from December Radio. Hey, this is Crystal Myers. Hey, this is Josh from Nevertheless. Hey, we're Cajun's Call, and you're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Still to come on The Altar Life. Ever stays red, I'll tell the world. Sanctus Real. Closer. Number one gun, there is hope. The altar life with Brent and Jeff. The sun also rises. There is hope. <laughs> the darkness that we live in and we sometimes join in. As Christians, uh, there's hope from that. We don't have to continue in that any longer. Dude, so so we've been talking about how horrible this world is, but what actually specifically is the hope that we bring to the table? You know, as believers, um, if 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 you are sitting out there tonight and you're like, well, you know, I prayed that prayer, you know, I at one time accepted Christ in my life. And I just feel like I'm in that list of like the hopeless people because I just look at my life and I feel like, man, there's like nothing left. I'm just uh, I'm struggling. I'm walking the wrong path. Or maybe you're just you're doing fine, but you're like, man, I really wish I was more um, effective in being uh, somebody who carries hope to this world. Like, what specifically um, is the hope that we get to bring? You know, um, is it like you know? Because there's so many people that try to bring hope, quote unquote. I mean, there's those self-help people who say. You just have to feel good about yourself. You know, you have you have to like, you know, feel like you're you're all that before you can tell people how much how they're all that, you know, and that's a bunch of crap. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Lay the hammer me, down. Excuse me, you know. I don't want to I don't want to offend you if you're one of those people, but um no, but I mean, and there's a people who say, "Well, you know, just try drinking this um, youth serum and then you can like all the wrinkles will fall off your face and then you'll feel good again and um, that's that's going to make you happy and you know there's so many substitutes there's so many things out there that try to answer the mail to uh, this hopelessness but what is the thing that we get to bring to the table it's uh it's the hope that Jesus Christ is going to take us to heaven one day and uh yeah. it's incredible it's it's an epic epic hope if you think about it like jesus died so that all the garbage that we see on a daily basis would be burnt (laughs) in his in the light of his presence and that we could live pure and holy uh in his presence forever it's pretty crazy like if you think about the fact that sin like will burn up in god's presence but we can stand there without being touched or harmed that is jesus that is all because of jesus and that is a hope um 
you know, I can sometimes get bogged down. You, you think about, you just go through the mundane, another Monday morning or whatever, and you forget, you know, a lot of times we can, uh, we can get into the world and forget the hope that we have. And that's what keeps us from sharing it. There's a, there's a verse in uh, Ezekiel. Um, I'm not exactly sure where it is, but God is speaking to Ezekiel and he's saying, you know, if you're going to go to the people, you are to tell them, you know, what, what God wants from them. And if they do not repent, then you, the blood is not on your hands. You did what you were supposed to do. But if you have uh, the hope and you have the uh, the message of repentance and you don't tell people, their blood is actually on your hands. And that's kind of a convicting thing for us as Christians. We think, oh, you know, well, God's going to get them saved. I can't get them saved. That's true. But he also sends us out into the world to be a light. People see us and are like, man, what are you so joyful about? What are you so hopeful in? There's nothing. After this life, after you take your last breath, it's over. And you're like, you know what? You're wrong. There's so much more. <laughs> and uh, it's just so much. It's such a blast, man, yeah. being a Christian when you know that there's something on the other side. There's something to look yeah. forward to that's not just, oh, yeah, Christmas is a month away or two months away. Or, oh, yeah, I got that big uh, concert that I'm going to. There's so yeah. much more to look forward to. than man, just. I hope the weekend comes quicker. Yeah. Like, that's not the hope we're talking about. We're talking about a hope that's The like, more you hope for the weekend, the longer it takes to come. <laughs> so you should just not hope for it. Um, but you know what? There is hope. And the next song uh, epitomizes that. It's called There is Hope by Number One Gun. The Altar Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Altar Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. So that, ta- that song, I'll Tell the World by Ever Stays Red, lays down what we've been putting down all night. Hope you're picking it up. Uh, to <laughs> tell the world. What we're putting down. That's right, tell the world. And uh, we should be we should be proclaiming that, as Jeff was saying, like a beacon. Um, and it maybe it doesn't take words. Maybe it's just our actions. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. You're listening to the altar life with Brent and Jeff. Yeah. And here's our unbelievable. And you know what? We were talking mentioning this earlier, but how how many imposters there are at trying to make your life better. And, you know, we've all been there at 3 o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh, I can't sleep. So you get up and you turn the TV on. And what's there? But some paid programming. (laughs) (laughs) A paid advertisement. It's the worst thing you'll ever see. Oh, man. And you know what? They always format it in such a way that (laughs) you have to have this product because your life is never going to be the same again after you... (laughs) purchase that set of Ginsu knives that will three. cut through a steel beam. <laughs> You're like, you know what? My life has been horrible till now. But now that I can cut through a steel beam with scissors, I'm going to be set. For Titanium scissors. <laughs> Why would you need that? Why would you want to use scissors to cut through a steel beam? What are you doing with a steel beam anyway? Like, how about the how about the Juicer 2000, oh, you yeah. know? And it juices I, uh, anything. <laughs> It'll juice your diaper, your baby's diapers if you want to. <laughs> There's one that I always catch myself watching. It's the magic bullet. Have you ever seen that one? No. It's like it, it's this little thing you push down on it. It dices and, and you can pick the blades and you can make they make everything so attractive. It's like all you have to do is throw a whole chicken in there and in two minutes you'll have chicken quesadillas right out of the oven. And you're like, how is that possible? How did it even cook? I know. That's what you're like. They make That's- everything so great they don't show you that off to the side there's a producer <laughs> holding like a freshly baked pasta and they just like throw like an onion and a a 
flour and water, and out comes this like big ziti dinner, and you're like, what? No, I, I want. I want to hear one of those people say that it's four easy payments. Why was three the magic number when it came to payments? Like it's enticing. You know, three. three. It's like I can handle that. But four, that's way too many payments. Yo, you just <laughs> get, went over. You're getting crazy. <laughs> and of course, they always have that. The last screen that comes up on the commercial <laughs> is a blue screen always yeah. with white letters, phone number, and like all the credit cards they accept, and then that shipping and handling charge, which is like. Half almost the half yeah. the price of the thing you're buying. I love that. It, no one ever says what the whole... Why can't you just buy it at once? Yeah. Why do you have to break it up? It's like $40. Is money really tight that you can't just put out $40? That they I have think to it, it is for those people. Three payments of twelve ninety nine. It's like... <laughs> you're crazy. You're, you're, you're screwy. Uh, <laughs> and those commercials are just hilarious. Yeah, you know, infomercials are... Um, and people well, buy it. You watch the oh, little ticker, and it's like, oh, only 3000 left. Oh, only 2500 left. And you're like, who's buying this? It's a metal-plated goat. <laughs> <laughs> Those flip-flops that, that tell the time. I mean, <laughs> flip-flops that also double as scales. <laughs> which so help you lose weight, which yeah. will actually help your life. It shows you how much each foot weighs. Not only are you going to be lighter, but your feet are going to be cooler. Because <laughs> you're wearing flip-flops. That is so insane. And you'll be lighter ridiculous. because you won't have those heavy socks and shoes on. <laughs> That's always my excuse when I go to the doctor. Like, well, I was, you know, I had my sneakers and stuff. That's why I weighed that much. Yeah, I think right. that's why they actually put them on at night because you're so delirious at that point, then everything looks good. That's you're like, true. I can't sleep. Dude, I'll just buy those knives. You know, you know what? Yeah, they're probably they, if they if I was the producer, I would say, I would say if you buy these knives, you'll fall asleep immediately. <laughs> and then people will be like, oh, that's a great sales pitch right there. <laughs> anyway, would um, you want to have that job to be the guy who actually like sits on TV and like says, buy this juicer, it's great, and there's more. There's always more. <laughs> yeah. Not only I love the ones with the knives where they say seven knives, and then plus you get. These three knives, plus these two, plus that one, plus a block, plus recipes, and then they keep adding things. Plus a whole set for your friend. You just wasted my time. You could have told me that there were 15 knives that I was going to get, but no. There's more. There's more. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, how how much could that stuff really cost if they're constantly giving away for free? They can't even give the stuff away, and we're buying it in three easy payments. They can't even give it away. People don't want it. So uh, what are we doing so, with that? So don't get sucked that's in. What, that's the best the world has to offer yeah. people. That's it's it. stuff that's just a lame imitation of what God has to so offer. So let's see. One hand, Period. I have Ginsu knives that I have to make three easy payments. The other hand, I have Jesus Christ, who will make my life better and have given me an expected end that I can rejoice in. And guess the best part about that is it's free for us, and it costs him everything. So that's an awesome, an awesome way to look at it. Miss the Alter Life, log on to www.thealterlife.com and listen to the most recent episodes. We gotta wrap this topic up, but um, it's been awesome to just reflect on the fact and how blessed we really are having the true hope of Jesus Christ in our lives um, in comparison to the the crap that the world swings at us. You, you know, really like that word tonight. Did I say crap a lot? Yeah. You know it's funny? <laughs> Is that um, apparently that's a bad word for some kids to say. <laughs> so I apologize if you're not allowed to say that. Don't say it because I'm saying it. Um, it's a word that I... <laughs> that's in my vocabulary, unfortunately. Let me just read from Romans chapter 5 really quick. It says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. This is going to be the hope that people have when they are saved. 
through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. That sounds like a, a pretty great life to live. Not what is Paris Hilton up to or who's really going to get Anna Nicole's baby. Like that's that's everything we focus on when there's so much more to focus on yeah. in our lives. And um, hope does not disappoint. A lot of people, people think that being a Christian um, is a disappointment. You miss out on a lot. But really... Um, there's nothing, not nothing. Yeah, there's nothing disappointing about Christ. And you know why? It's because it says His love was poured out on us. And uh, man, with God's love filling our hearts, there's nothing, there's nothing that we need or can have that that would be better, or could even be better, even if we tried. Oh, I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. The altar life with Brent and Jeff. We're getting out of here for the night, but um, we just hope that and make this your. We hope that <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> we hope that uh, you guys can be reflections of Jesus Christ in your lives. You don't have to speak it sometimes. Maybe it's just living out what you know to be true. Um, but we have a responsibility to do that, and I hope we can do that. And um, and remember, our hope is something that's not going to end up disappointing, like uh, the next Madden <laughs> or uh, the, the the next thing, the, the sequel, which is never better than the original. <laughs> And, uh, you know, all the things that the world's wrapped up into hoping, like the Phillies or the Eagles winning, um, you know, that never happens <laughs> if you live in Philly. Um, so, you know, put your put all your eggs in the one basket, which is Jesus' ba- Jesus's basket, because he's going he's gonna to protect them, you know? Yep, that's a hope that we can live by. We got one last song for you, one last song. It's about going out into the world and sharing that very hope that we've been speaking of tonight. It's called Worldwide by Audio Adrenaline. So uh, thanks very much for tuning in. Tune in next week at 9 o'clock for the same great music, the same great truth from God's Word. And until next week, there's only one thing left to do. And say, be cool cats. (laughs) Live for Christ. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment.